Hello and welcome to Art Pop and Bottle, the podcast where every so often we talk about uh, the pop music current events as well as an album by a non-male pop star. My name is Kayla Nation Garvin. Hello, my name is Justin Ganaway. And today we have two amazing frequent guest stars, friends of the pod, you might even say, here <laughs> with us to discuss a very important album. Uh, would you mind introducing yourselves? I'm Elise Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly like I hoped it would. But Elise, you go first, then I'll do then Catherine Puppin. Elise Chase. Hi, Elise. (laughs) Thanks for having me back. Oh my gosh, thanks for being here. Hi, I'm Catherine (laughs) Della Rosa. Thank you so much for being here. These are our resident Swifties. We all met at an unnamed prestigious midwestern university that thankfully none of us attend anymore and can i say that i said it it's fine (laughs) um i am so happy to see you all our first segment we always do as sort of like a temp check on where we're at how we're feeling this week and the question of the hour is what pop star do you feel like this week who would like to go first I'll go first. Oh, you oh go, God. Elise. This is working out so this well. This is, is like the best mm. of Zoom. Um, <laughs> okay. Go, and then Justin will go, then I will go, then Catherine will go. That's the well, order. I'm going <laughs> this week. I am feeling like Miranda Lambert because she is angry and wears fringe. Perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. She what is a vibe. Right. Um, she's having a renaissance too with like Absolutely. New York hipsters, apparently, um, from one of the other podcasts I listened to. Um, but this week I feel uh, like Elvis Presley because I'm constipated up to my esophagus. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catherine, who do you feel like this week? Oh, well, I said we wanted to bring it up, but I, now I do. I think I feel like John Cook from BTS. Because I'm trying to become a soccer fan, and I'm scared because it turns out it's really complicated and political. <sighs> yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to like soccer. Um, this week, I am feeling all of my emotions, and I got tickets to see the literal Queen of Christmas, so I feel like Mariah Carey. I'm going <gasps> actual oh my God. shit. I'm going to lose it. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, as you should be did you hear her in the crown first app yet oh of course of course well i saw her tiktok where she was like throwing a party watching the crown and i was like that's so funny like that's but i didn't listen to it with volume one and then i got to the first episode and i was like oh my god but i'm only three episodes into the crown is anyone else watching the crown no i think (laughs) i stopped in the middle of uh season three with the coal mudslide i was like oh wow that was a lot Uh, yeah yeah this season's gonna be a lot too um and speaking of a lot we have just one news item to discuss this week um we have all with our own eyes witnessed this video together um so there you know you're probably hearing this very very late um but uh We are recording this episode on November 14th, 2022, and we are here to discuss the moment where Madonna did poppers on TikTok 
live thoughts i just think that madonna is the original pop provocateur she's the one who pushes boundaries and she did it first and she, you know what she's the first pop star to have snorted poppers on tiktok and that is subversive Thought. I was gonna say body horror. Just watching that whole thing—that's <laughs> <laughs> all you I've really got. Seen her, ha- you can yeah. see it happening. All the of forehead with the poppers was crazy. I mean, work has been done on that forehead. It, yeah, it's the smoothest forehead I've ever seen. It looks like a hard-boiled egg. Oh, yes. I was gonna say, it looks like a, you know, a balloon that you're about to paper mache on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Um, I told my dad to do poppers when he was doing his prostate cancer radiation therapy and <laughs> did not take my advice. I'm like, <laughs> I think he would have had a better time. <laughs> Show him that video of Madonna. See if it changes. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> he'll probably start recommending it to other people. Yeah. Please report back on that. I, yeah. I, I hope to know. <laughs> All right, we have one main event and one main event only that we are here for, and I think it's going to take up a lot of time. So let's just get into it. We are here to discuss um, Taylor Swift's recent, most recent album, Midnight's, which she dropped on October 21st, 2022, as Catherine pointed out, the birthday of Kimberly Kardashian. Um, we'll go in the opposite order of our uh, pop stars to discuss the next topic of the hour which is where were you when this album was dropped i have to say if you're a new listener of the pod this question is a lot more fruitful when we're talking about like an older uh, older album or like an older you know moment in pop culture history but as of right now uh, we're talking about just a few weeks ago so we'll go Catherine, me justin elise to discuss where were you when this album was dropped and or what's your relationship to taylor for the viewers oh um uh when midnights came out i was sitting in this very seat i had set an, i went to bed at eight and i set an alarm for eleven fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and i listened to it very sober drinking water and knitting um i for my swifty biography i am a, an 07 swifty when i heard our song at a catholic elementary school trivia night where you had to identify the songs and i'm like who is this and so i'm swifty now um and that's that incredible thank you for sharing i when this album was dropped i kayla was in rehearsal um for a show i was doing here in seattle uh, i was directing some of my undergrad students and they asked to be let out early to listen to midnight and i said i'm so sorry no and then i got home i didn't even listen to it on the night of i was too tired and i was like i can't i don't have the bandwidth to listen to this so i actually i think i listened to it for the first time when cameron was around and i had a very interesting first listen and i would say i uh, started you know i i knew about taylor with her debut self-titled album um i was a big fan of fearless and i think that's probably when my long-term relationship with taylor began um and i've had an embattled relationship with her sit- since but a relationship nonetheless justin where were you <laughs> um i was in a midwestern town in missouri and i listened to it the night that it came out over a phone um speaker 
which is never a good idea. Um, and, and Carly was dropping at the same time. And I did listen to Taylor first, which is crazy. Um, but then I was like, but I, cause I wanted to be a part of the culture, but then I went straight to Carly. Um, and it was hard to like, it was hard for either album to hold my attention span, like at night over a phone speaker. Um, but my relationship with Taylor is tumultuous at best. Um, <laughs> I've never been a fan of her moving image. Um, <laughs> um, I, my sister used to blare her all the time. So I've, I've been with her since the beginning of her discography. Um, but I, good moments for us include 1989 and Reputation. And the bad moments for me and Taylor are certainly lover. Is certainly lover. Anyways, that's me. Elise, where were you? I was in bed and I got a text at 12.02 from Catherine De La Rosa saying, <laughs> my jaw is on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, you're breaking also- down where I could listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I did not know about the 3 a.m. versions because I did one listen, then I went to back to bed, and then I woke up, and people were texting me. It's like, I like the bonus tracks for. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, I don't have the stamina, Taylor, to stay up that late. Oh, I, I discovered Midnight 3 a.m. about a few days ago, and I was like, oh, well, it's so funny because I had heard, I definitely heard, like, Great War before, but then I was like, I just had a moment of confusion. I didn't realize that both existed and that's where great war was was on yeah well and i think it's hard to like because she dropped a lot of 3 a.m tracks like if we're digesting yeah that's a lot for me and my attention span but um i it was i wanted all the i wanted to digest the music and then maybe get 3 a.m stuff like a week later but you know what abundance is bliss all at the same time um i can't wait to hear how that uh taylor swift class you're teaching of oh so is that a real thing <laughs> yeah um what i have to teach a freshman writing course and the co-professor in the class really wants to teach over taylor swift and she's a marketing professor so the class is the art of marketing the arts through the lens of taylor swift wow so, that's yeah. good that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it'll be, I think there's enough material, which is good. I think there's like place for a place for fun and then a place for like research as well. But it'll be fun. Um, is there any other notable history that we want to share before we move into our track by track dissection of this album? Let's get into it. I'm excited. Get into it. Okay, so we have our first track. Um, We are going to go, again, track by track, and then we'll discuss uh, the album as a whole at the end. Our first track here, Lavender Haze. Who has thoughts on Lavender Haze? This is one of the only I was I tried to follow her TikToks of like Midnight's Mayhem with me and I don't have TikTok on my phone, so it makes it very hard. Oh my but this God. is one of the, this is one of the only ones I watched where she was like, I heard this phrase on Mad Men. It's not gay. Well, she didn't say that, but that's basically what the energy of it. She's like, I heard this phrase on Mad Men. It means being so in love and not wanting to leave that like honeymoon thing. And I'm like, you heard on Mad Men. Was it? fucking sal romano it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> it was don, um, it was literally don draper with the straightest character in the history of tv 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. So. Yeah, no. So, so the history of this song <clears throat> is that, uh, yeah, she did go on record to say it was from a phrase in Mad Men. Everyone dug up the clip. It's when Don Draper's visiting his quote unquote sister, Anna. Like, who, uh... he, there's like all this stuff in Mad Men. And it's when he's in California visiting, he's telling, um, I think he's telling someone about Megan Draper, and he says he's in the Lavender Haze. No, maybe it's about January Jones. I'm not sure. Anyway, mm-hmm. then then everyone was saying that Lavender Haze, like that, because she specifically said it was about her relationship with Joe Alwyn, and everyone was kind of like, you can't say you have a Lavender relationship with Joe Alwyn. I mean, it's color significance and color theory. And on this album, Taylor Swift proves she has no knowledge of that. <laughs> no, so she, if, if, if there was any um, proof that she's, she's not a scholar of queer theory. I mean, or color theory. Or color. <laughs> um, yeah, no, okay, so let's talk about the song itself. What do we think? Do we like it? Do we not like it? I like it. Honestly. I do too, actually. I do it's kind of high. So let's talk about it. Um, what uh, What do you like about it? I love the bridge. The talk you're talking go viral. I was like, ooh. I, I hate that part. Are you I serious? That part. Oh <laughs> Are you I shitting think- me? <laughs> yeah, talk your talk and go viral. It's something something love spiral. No, no, I like it. I think it's okay. I think it's weird she alludes to having a desk because I don't actually picture. I mean, even though she showed a desk <laughs> in her she's her documentary, I'm like, do you have a desk? She sits on a bay window. <laughs> Nomenclature. I like it for the texture, and I listen to it in stereo with fancy Bluetooth headphones for the first time so th- that's probably why my jaw was on the floor yeah <laughs> oh, so you, your text was literally about lavender haze yeah no it was about it was about the stereo bullshit and like panning they did <laughs> you're in stereo yeah elise what do you think of this track are you a fan are you not like i like it when i first heard it though my overwhelming reaction was like this is what i thought cool people listened to when i was in middle school wow do you know what i mean that's a good take no absolutely so i and then i listened to it more i like the lyrics um but it it there to me it's a touch and mature but that is kind of i think this whole album is a touch and mature so we'll get into that later (laughs) Um, but i like it i think it's fun like if i'm dancing around with my girlfriends drinking chardonnay that's what i want Mm. Mm. yeah i i do think that this i agree with you elise i do think that this album sounds really fucking dated and now we can talk about jack and we'll talk about him a lot but um, you know, it's, you really hear Jack Antonoff on this track. It does sound like 2014, 2015 to me. It does sound like, um, I hope that's not when you were in middle school. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like an earlier pop music era. It sounds, yeah. it's, it, and it sounds dated. And the, I'll, I'll just, I'll just lead with this, that, yeah, my first listen of this album was super rough. And I was like, after almost, during almost every track, I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> and I'll, I'll also just like not very believed in that. Now I'm fully obsessed with this album. I listen to it probably once a day and I still think it's bad, but I cannot stop listening to it. And <laughs> I'll just, 
I'll just get more into my opinions on on the specificity of that. But like this song, the first time I heard it, this is a good example for how, how I feel about most of this album. Where the first time I heard it, I was like, "What is this bullshit?" And the third time I heard it, I was like, "Hmm." And the fifth time I heard it, I was like, "Give me more." And the seventh time I heard it, I was like, "I never want anything else." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, any other lavender haze thoughts we should share do we all want to do a numerical score out of 10 uh, yes. i don't think i can but i will try i gave this one an eight. Oh wait i saw i like it and i give it like a six uh, <laughs> well um Kayla and i on grade a on a curve to the okay okay <laughs> well um, emotionally too like how does it it's an eight for me. It's an eight. Yeah. Like an eight out, like an eight out of ten. Yeah, like yeah. an eight out of ten. I'm okay. gonna be like eight out of sixteen. Oh um, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> well, sixteen is the sixteen is the unofficial top. Okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But it's, give it's it out like of a, ten. I'd give it like I'm with Catherine, like a six. Okay, great. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> okay great all right we are gonna go ahead and truck right along to track number two maroon this is something that i texted everyone about the like several days after the album dropped but like pretty quickly because of the lyric so scarlet it was maroon yeah i can't i can't color theory it doesn't uh, work <laughs> where is an editor like where is someone sitting down and being like baby this doesn't work millions of people are going to be listening to this let's backtrack let's talk about this like i feel like none of that exists in this world I no it's they're just in jack antonoff's apartment which it sounds just, fun but at the same yeah. time you look stupid maybe jack antonoff is colorblind and probably yeah, they need a third party they sure. need I'm just saying, I just think if you have a, a like an album called Red, you should be pretty well versed <laughs> in the shades of red. And so true, bestie. Frankly, <laughs> Scarlet is orange and orangey red, and maroon is a purpley red, and that's my, oh, that's wow. my biggest problem. I can't get past period. it. That's on period. Oh. I can't get past this color, so I don't like this song. <laughs> really, um, what would you rate it out of ten? I would I I think for the unforgivable lyricism and color theory I, I'll give it a five out of ten. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Oh. Um, I don't like it because of the sh the no shoes and the feet stuff. Oh. <laughs> you have a thing about her. I have a thing Go about her on. feet. No, I don't have a thing. I, she posts her feet too much. Well, I own obviously the Taylor Swift, I, like Taylor Swift debut album. When you open up the CD okay. physically underneath the CD, or it was, I think it was underneath the CD, or it might have been like the CD art. It was her feet and like in a creek, and there's like a Sharpie heart drawn on one of them. I remember this distinctly, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, and then I don't know with this album, like she released a million remixes of Antihero. One of them, one of the covers of one her foot's out. I'm like, girl, stop posing these for free. This is how I feel. Cause I, I knit, I knit, I've started knitting socks and people keep put, and like also people who spin their own yarn at home will often do it barefoot and they'll post videos on, on like Instagram of them spinning yarn barefoot. I'm like, stop it. Um, and also when she had <laughs> posted about the acoustic version, it was another picture of her barefoot and Jack and was next to her wearing socks. And I'm like, stop it. I don't know. <laughs> I find a relationship with it um and i guess so interesting i give this like a three i like it most of my fondness for it is because i think it's the 
it's the gayest one in that it's the galerist one. Like it's the Kalerist one. <laughs> but I'm I'm not a Kaler truther. And Gaylor's very much a joke to me. I do think she's straight. Um, I do think she's straight, but the joke is so funny. Yeah, and this is the gayest one. Well, and I think it's a joke, but also I texted you guys the same thing. I was like, is this her coming out album? <laughs> like, I, like it's it's a joke, but at the same time, I feel I feel like there's a little bit of like queer baiting. I said it. I'm like, are you or aren't you? Tell me. She gets a little confusy woozy with the pronouns at times. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like, which is it? I mean, also, I'm invested. This song actually also reminds me a lot of Marjorie, which is a grandma song. I'm like, this is weird. Well, okay. <laughs> Catherine, would you explain why you think this is the mo the the queerest song? Because I agree with you. I am not saying that okay, a roommate can't uh, I don't know. Something about I don't think she's hung out with people who have roommates in many years. She's yeah. too rich for that. All her friends you're are too rich for this. You're referring to the line in which she says the reason they can't remember why they woke up in the kitchen. Your room is cheap ass screw top rose. I'm yeah. like, who have you hung out with who had a roommate other than maybe Diana Agron? <laughs> or, you know, um, so I just can't imagine <laughs> her hanging out with someone who lives with someone. Uh, also, the, the, the titular line, which is, you know, the chorus ends with, or, or it's some something ends up in like the lips I used to call home so scarlet it was maroon. That's not that's yeah. Not lips. What male? None of her, all of her boyfriends have had very pale lips, very pale and thin lips. Um, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this was the song that I was like, she's coming out, right? It's happening. And I, I don't know. I don't go to a lot of men's houses, but I don't. Most houses I've been in where there's incense, it's a witch, you know. There's no <laughs> cheap ass screw top rose and um, incense in a house together. Right. right. That's yeah. Right. And bros don't drink rose. Just saying. Yeah. They can. Open bottles, reinforcing gender stereotypes. <laughs> they can. I'm just saying that the rose plus the incense plus the scarlet lips. I'm saying the men that Taylor hangs out with don't have roommates that drink rose. No. Yeah. No. Screw top rose. Anyway, I do think this is a seven out of 10. I wrote that the lyrics are terrible, yet I do love this song. It feels like an old friend. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. I lo that's sweet. It's sweet. a terrible song. All right, let's move on to one of the main, one of the main, uh, uh, I don't know what metaphor I'm trying to make, but I'm going to abandon it. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> Antihero. Antihero, what do we think? So catchy. <laughs> it's, I just, that's it. I, do, I wake up with it. <laughs> it is catchy. Yeah, <laughs> I sing it all the time. Bejeweled, and it's so Oh man, I just really did not think the first time I heard this song, like I was just laughed. I was just laughing, but not in the way that Taylor wanted me to laugh. I was like, this is so uh -huh. bad. And I think the reason is the pr production. Like when I heard someone else sing it, I heard like what the song actually means. But this version with this production, I was like, this is the. <laughs> yeah, and then the and then the music video, which Catherine you had sent to the group thread pretty early, I was like, "This is so." so <laughs> and then we had the big blow up about the fat scale, and it was just like a wild <laughs> home on the internet. Yeah. 
but um i thought it was so bad and but that was october 21st me november 14th me thinks it's a fucking masterpiece and i'm right no and i we can get into the details but i'm curious what you both think i love um, it yeah i like it oh my god a dog's here um i like it Ugh. i like it but reluctantly kind of like kind of like kayla i definitely don't like it. i hated the music video i don't know i think it's probably because she felt very emboldened by calling all too well a film and now she's like i can write pages and pages of dialogue i'm like stop it <laughs> so the the film that we're referring to the beginning has high the band high and Laura Dern as like stepsisters and that's bejeweled. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of the wrong oh one. Oh my gosh, no, yeah. I, this is anti hero is the fat scale, fat scale doppelganger kaiju. They have yeah. the same um, funeral, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's the 70s house vibes. Yeah, I hate both um, music videos, but. I yeah. think this song is kind of complex though, because she's giving us like good lyricism and she's exploring taylor swift as the famous entity instead of like trying to write for a, a more relatable like uh relationship dynamic and i do think it fits the brief of this sort of concept album the best mm -hmm. um but then it's all of that lyricism and that seriousness is couched in some of the silliest production in the on the album <laughs> on the planet on the planet <laughs> so it's wild and then i think the video is like i'm stealing this take from rose damu on twitter but she's just so painful painfully literal and everything that she does video wise that like i think that's why it failed or that's why it failed for me um but the song is still catchy um when i heard it i was like i heard it's me comma high h-i-g-h and i was like what is it and then and then i saw the all the lyric videos and lavender haze i don't know if you've seen all the lyric videos but lavender haze video is just like fumes it's fumes of lavender it's just like fumes like some i don't know it's just like girl um yeah i hate the congressman lyric no oh, god the congressman oh, god, lyric is so ridiculous funky. it's clunky it's like yeah so many of those yeah and then also it it doesn't really make sense yeah <laughs> full stop full stop <laughs> this is this is sometimes i feel like everybody is a sexy baby <laughs> that's that's this one and yeah. i was what yeah. do you we mean by gotten there yet one of the worst lyrics in the history of, of humanity and we haven't even discussed it because there's so much <gasps> this is worse than comes back like a 90s trend or whatever oh, that lyric sure. was oh my god it's huh. far and away surpasses that moment this is where i'm like if she had an editor this could be something <laughs> like because some of it reads really well and i feel like i'm like okay this is nice if this first you know stanza was posted to someone's instagram story i'd be like that's deep man but then you like the rest of it is just ridiculous but it's a bop and i uh i like it a lot yeah okay. i before we recorded this episode and i don't know i might backtrack on this but what i did write down was that, that 
uh, is it brown break ground the truly terrible projection is unprecedented nine out of ten <laughs> <laughs> um we you cut out a little bit during that i don't know if the other two could hear you um but we you jumped right back in at the truly terrible production is <laughs> unprecedented <laughs> yes nine out of ten nine out okay. of ten okay okay <laughs> Uh, I'll give it um I'll give it a, 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 a an eight out of ten. Oh, I give it like a five. Love I'm it. going nine too. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> chaos, chaos. Okay. I love it. Okay. Next track. Wow. Here yes. we go. Snow on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do we really think this is about beautiful? I see, I see the floor. What do we think? Do you think it's about cocaine? No, I was no, filling I, in. I was just filling in Elise's sentence, but I don't believe it's about coke. <laughs> I don't believe it's about I, coke either. I stopped myself because I was like, one of these songs it's been alluded to is about Tom Hiddleston, but I'm I don't think it's who. One. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I love this song. Me too. I love I love this song. It's okay, like a it's bound. Why? It's like a nine for me. Um, yeah. I don't know. I actually like. Her Christmas vibes that she sometimes inappropriately whips out, like Gold yeah. Rush kind of had a Christmas, yeah, yeah, a Christmas mm. bait and switch, and I'm like, I, I love, I dig it. Um, I don't know. Um, I like the lyric "Stars by the pocket full," <laughs> <laughs> but it does remind me of "Pocket Full of Sunshine." Um, what else do I have to say? I don't fucking know. I like it. It's nice. I think Where Lana is Lana is, in this song. That's she a great question. She <laughs> kind of shows up in the bridge. <laughs> they really it? they like sweeten the end of the chorus and the bridge with like Lana's <laughs> low voice, but she, she does, does not get a verse at all. <laughs> that's what yeah, she does. No, that's her. Okay. That's her though. That's yeah, her. I, that's yeah. very her. I yeah. will say I think the best part of this song is now I'm all for you, like Janet. Can this be a real thing? Can it? And yeah, planet it. Janet. Can it? Oh my god! I love. So <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> it's so good. It's and good. and that's where you get Lana. Lana comes in there for the can it. And like yeah. anytime Lana does something, it's not overtly comedic. Whereas when Taylor does something like this, <laughs> <laughs> it is. So she needed Lana to make this work, and honey, it did. It worked. Make it legit. <laughs> so, did you like this one, Justin? Loved it. I think it's incredible. Oh. This What's is ten out of ten. Yeah, Ooh, uh, or, or together. <laughs> All of the entirety of my notes say, "LOL." Nine out of ten. <laughs> this was a five for me. Maybe I'm do taking this too seriously. <laughs> no, that's my theory. Is that know, you? I want to know why. Yeah. I just think it's so boring. <laughs> oh my god, you don't and like Christmas you don't like Christmas core? It's not a Christmas song though. Yeah, and but it's a fake. It's Christmas core. This is another <laughs> this to steal your term of Christmas bait and switch. This was a Lana bait and switch. And it was. 
And in the midnight, um, (laughs) seriously, (laughs) she's a bitch. Not really. Can I swear? Um, But when she like did the midnight mayhem, she like made this big reveal of it being with Lana. And I was like, oh, this is going to be special. And then I was like, was she even on this? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. She was. uh Yeah, that was her. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm really curious how the process went, though. Like, how much Lana had to contribute to the writing. She's listed as I think she wrote a lot of it. It it feels like Lana. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, because Taylor Allison Swift did not come up with that Janet reference. Let me tell you. No. No. Allison Swift would not. That would. That's not never. Um, And. High key, I love Janet. I'm glad she's being referenced. Low key, it's kind of like a bad, it's not a great Janet reference. Like, sure, whatever. I don't care. Uh, I don't, I just don't think it's, but it's still a overall, I'm on board. I'm on board. It's, uh, again, the first time I heard this track, I, my jaw, as to quote Catherine, my jaw was on the floor, but maybe not for good ways. And then now I'm like, my jaw is on the floor, but it's positive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're on your own, kid. Uh, I think track five. I think it's it's like the Archer, but a little bit better, but not by much. Really. <laughs> Oh, I don't rank it that low. high amongst acts. I don't like it that much amongst track fives. I do like it on this album. I think it's because I think it's because I like the guitar part. It's um, good. Yeah, I like it. I like the turn back to high school stuff that mm. we kind of see with folklore and Evermore. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> Maybe I do like this. I don't know. It's not that high amongst track fives, but I do like it. Yeah. I unabashedly love and stand you're on your own kid. I think the vocal delivery is some of the best she's ever given us. Um, the like, sort of whispery falsetto it's right on the crazy. break. It's so good. I don't think she could accomplish it live, but I do like <laughs> um, And I also like and then she after those verses where she does that little break falsetto then she does like phrases where she gives a very indie music vocal and then it flips up into falsetto just inside the words which is really nice uh like from sprinkler splashes with fireplace i just think that's lovely i feels really nice um and i also the i search uh a party i searched the party of better bodies i think that's a really good line it's something that resonates with me so good job i hate the lyric i hated the lyric sprinkler splashes to fireplace ashes but i think it's because it's a uh, it's a tongue twister for me (laughs) (laughs) but i I was like i feel ashamed um but i like a lot about it it was great i think it like it was very grounded in this album or some of the stuff is so off the wall and I'm like, you need a babysitter. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> this I thought was, this also reminded me of like classic Taylor. Hmm. Like this, this yeah. is the, like a progression from where country Taylor, if, if it was more, if her career was more in a straight line, this is more of what we would have seen. And it's like, this is something I'd pop on like a chill playlist and drink my coffee too. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't rate it. This is like a 7.5 for me. <laughs> I'd give it an 8, I think. Okay. 10. I give it a 10. <laughs> you guys are so generous. <laughs> well, I really think this song hits, hits hard, and I think that at least you're on to something about this. Like, this sounds like, like, mature, like, like the, the virtuosic songwriter we heard at like 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. but grown up. Like, I don't know. I, well, and Jack Antonoff isn't like shoving his shit down our throats. Like, overall, I, I really like this one. And yeah, there's something about some of the songs on this album. And maybe there is something. No, I'm sure there's something wrong with me. But like <laughs> some of the songs on this album, maybe there's something wrong with me, or would they sound like like they've been in my life forever? Do you, yeah. do any of you feel that way? Like about some of the songs on this album, it's yeah. like because she's pulling on her. Like in some cases, she's directly pulling on old melodies. In some cases, she's subverting old melodies. But she's. I think really purposefully, and I'm so curious what the tour will be like with Eras, where she's like heading on all of the of the periods of her professional musicianship. But like some of these songs, it's like I can't believe this has only been in my life three weeks. It feels like it's been in my life forever, and mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of shit she laced it with but like yeah. that's what i'm talking about with like it's bad but i can't stop listening and this song actually i don't think is bad and that merits my 10 out of 10. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. i just don't love it amongst her track fives but in the album it's really high for me mm. i want to capitalize on something you said kayla on it lol um but it, it, it like the the reason why it feels like deja vu listening to these is twofold i feel like because one she's she herself is rehashing all of her old eras so she's not living in a new place musically and two um it's also songs about like midnights throughout the years that have kept her up yeah. so i feel like well i do course... wonder when she wrote some of this shit right because she framed it initially she framed the album drop as like accumulation of songs that she's written throughout a long time but she never really i feel like she hasn't been hitting that note on press tours and stuff like i haven't heard that narrative too much and i'm curious how much of this is new versus old yeah agreed let's call her okay (laughs) i don't know well now that i'm thinking now that i'm really thinking it reminds me kind of of nothing new from red Mm. so this almost makes it sound like a vault track Mm. (laughs) no i wonder it sounds like a vault track. it feels like a vault track yeah yeah Yeah, agreed reminds me of nothing new featuring phoebe bridgers the only time she's ever actually given a female feature a lot of lines oh hardly (laughs) well any feature really well no some guys but only if they're bases she yeah i I will never forget give her for not letting chris stapleton sing (sighs) next up we have midnight ray this is the one that they say is about tom hiddleston hiddleston doubt it are you shitting me that's what tiktok says (laughs) i don't give a okay wait i have one last thing to say about your own kid which is that the kids don't know who daisy may is i only know who daisy may is because of the last five years by jason robert brown um <laughs> the kids are like oh is that the is that ryan reynolds new kid i was like it's that character children okay anyway midnight rain i'm looking daisy may up really quick oh, what <laughs> it's, a, it's in 
oh my god it's in the last five years oh my like god. i stole this water from the costume shop it makes me look like daisy may oh my god she's like That's some a... comic character who's like you a... don't even know i don't know for the last five years <laughs> okay yeah. all right anyway all right anyway um okay we'll we'll circle back around to day, but midnight midnight rain what do we think oh okay God, dogs on my i have phone. technical questions yeah so you know how it goes like like basie yeah is that like her and they they change yeah. her voice i think it is yeah yeah, yeah they well, just slowed her down yeah I don't know how that ca- that comes up a couple times in this album. I have mixed feelings, but I think this song is a banger. Yeah, I also love this. <laughs> so bad and so good. The, the production, it's the production. I swear to God, I will have J- Jack Antonoff's head on a platter. Ugh, and it is. It's fucking us over, but this song is so good. Um, well, and also, it's one of those things that the production is so bad that that's the first thing you hear for the first couple of listens. This, like, she wanted a couple of she wanted, wanted that. the pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then once we get past it, it's like, oh, I actually love this song, but the production is so bad. What is happening in the back here? <laughs> Don't. Go away, Pongi. Fuck off. Fuck off. Okay. What's <laughs> <laughs> happening? my brother <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was scared i was worried <laughs> we bleached his head we <laughs> ble- bleached his hair because he likes dominic mike from euphoria uh, oh my gosh is this can i go get what a wine? big moment yeah. i'm gonna take this minute to go get a glass of wine okay, Chaos anyway. Has go get wine anyway what was there one minute oh we're taking a break Comfortable, no. I oh. wanted that pin. Perfect. Oh my god. Perfect pitch. Um, uh Justin, do you want to jump in on Midnight Rain? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, shoot me, but I like the production on this one. Oh, I'll shoot you. <laughs> I like it except for the pitch shift, probably, maybe. I like all of it. I Okay. <laughs> I'm an unabashed midnight rain stand, but I also good. think it's so good. Lyrically, I think this one was written now, but um, but is looking back on a situation because of its because of the tense with which it like, and because she is giving like hindsight 2020 vibes. He wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. Blah blah blah. And I also the uh, the reoccurring motif on this album that I do like is Taylor's resistance to being a bride. I think that that brings her uh, a step above Christian Girl Autumn, and it makes me happy when she says she doesn't want to be a bride. <laughs> so I give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> An 11 out of 10. <laughs> no, I think I do go above 10. I think it's like a 12. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I, I wrote down a 10 out of 10 as well, but I'm emboldened to make it an 11. It's just so good. Well, Let's and also, do it. it's like, uh, I don't know that. Oh, also the line that makes me laugh on this song. There's always a line that makes me laugh because it's not always perfect either. Even when she's close, my boy was my boy was a montage. Sorry. Yeah. This lyric, all I could think of was remember in uh, Twilight New Moon when Bella jumped off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, she directly took this from Twilight. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I also think it sounds like super cut a little bit. Oh, <gasps> I love super cut. It like ruin, ruins my life every like three months. Um, uh, um, my parents are really screaming behind me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the outro. I think it, it, I like it because it reminds me of I almost do from Red. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what I like about this song that we haven't talked about too is the bridge. I guess um, something. No, no. That's the outro. <laughs> I think. I, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I don't fucking. I don't. Well, but what I also like about it is it like it sounds like she's saying August. I guess. Yeah. Good. I just. Oh, I think it's great. And you know she loves August. I hope she does this as a duet. Which, like, I don't know if it defeats Kay. So here's some theory. Did she sing both vocal parts because she is the owner, the man in her own life now? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Is that symbolic? I don't know. But <laughs> Whatever. I really want to. Yeah, who cares? I really <laughs> want her to do this as a duet when she's touring. Yeah. That'd be or fun. like, I that'd think that could fun. make this even sexy. Well, the issue that. is that if she does that, I'll be fucking Jack. <laughs> No, it'll be Jack so. no, it'll be Bon Iver again. Yeah, like over, that's, over it would be. Five. Yeah, for sure. No, she's gonna fucking bring Joe Allen with her. Oh he god, can't, okay. he can't sing. He can't sing though. Can he? He can play piano allegedly. Yeah. Um, like, I like five of her tracks or some shit. I love the outro. I like the and he never thinks of me and I never think of him and I'm like, clearly you do. Mm. <sighs> um. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, should we move on to our next track? Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? I hate this one. <laughs> I hate this shit. Okay, this is all of the notes that I wrote down. I wrote iconic but bad 7 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, but I love it. <laughs> you, you loved it? I, it's really bad, but I really love it. Like it's oh, so yeah. iconic. Like, are you are you anytime for the rest of my life that someone says, "Can I ask you a question?" That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I did. I just did this shit like minutes ago. I did my canvas post. We have to post a quote, a question, an idea, and I wrote question dot 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 question mark. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like, um, okay, fine. I don't like it. Yeah, I bad. find I don't like the freaking at last chorus where she has like the the iHeartRadio podcast crowd cheer that they are so proud of themselves for recording. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Okay, wait, wait. Can we talk about this? Because TikTok told me it was the Wendy Williams crowd. No, no, they recorded. There's a video she posted. It was like literally Jack pointing a microphone at like Dylan O'Brien and Zoe Kravitz and like a crowd of people who were there for, for the recording of fucking Lavender Haze. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is on Lavender Haze. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's right. I heard I that. think she has a writing credit. That's yeah, so funny. Why? Oh my god, why? Yeah, and Dylan O'Brien played the drums on Snow on the Beach. Which That's true. O'Brien? He was the, the one, one the from the All Too Well video. He's from Teen Wolf. He's gay, right? No, the other, uh, there's the other guy from Teen Wolf is gay. Colton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's cool. hot. But that's okay. unrelated. Sorry. Yeah. No, I like that. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I saw no, it's, not the, it's not the Wendy Williams crowd at this point. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts on question dot, dot, dot question mark? I don't understand. If you if you told me to take this song and like write down a sequence of events for like a cop like witness stuff, I was like, I have no idea what happened at this party. Oh, somebody kissed. Oh, okay. <laughs> In a crowded room. And the, the crowd and didn't like it. I was making fun of them. But then, no, yeah. within like 15 it. seconds, you know. They were clapping too. Then what did you do? It makes no sense to me. I don't know. I can't follow it. No, it's not. It's not sensical. It is not sensical. Um, what do we rate this song? Uh, it's like a two. <laughs> well, I can only grade on a curve, so I'll give it a six. <laughs> Can you give it a ten? You know you want to. I gave it a seven. Seven. Right. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Okay, we're not far off. Let's go to the next one. I can't wait to... I'm really excited to talk about the Delanty shit. I see the floor. Go. Instant classic. Oh, my God. No, it's like a negative one. Oh, I love it so much. I hate this shit. I I hate this shit. I did write embarrassing. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Wait. At least tell me why you like it. I like it too. Because I'm angry. (laughs) Yeah. Embarrassing. This is the full note I wrote. Embarrassing, but whatever. I am into it. Yes. This is like to me. This is what I screlt in my car. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love when the beat drops in the beginning. I'm like, oh, I'm awake. I'm alive. And I just the whole thing. The the little chorus that it goes into, like ladies always rather above ladies than mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, yes, Tay. So this to me is an instant classic. I want to agree with you on that part. The ladies always no no no. I feel like going back to 2013, 2014, I feel like mm-hmm. she loves Birdie, and I feel like Birdie would do something like this, and this is her giving Birdie. Um I also want to say that this is is just look what you made me do is little sister. <laughs> oh, for like sure. really little. For sure. And I think like in order to get into songs like this in Taylor's discography, you have to be like petty mad. Like yes, if you're feeling I am. petty yeah, I, think as I, fuck. I think I would have loved this when I was at the angriest point of my life, which is 2019. Yeah. <laughs> but now <laughs> I'm at now I'm at peace. So oh. I don't like oh, it. That's so great. Wow. That yeah. school sounds lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Relative peace. Different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, I love reputation. So I can appreciate it for sure. But it's still a negative one. This is the song that people say it's either about two things. It's either about breaking up Kanye and Kim or breaking up her, which is the producer. Scooter. Scooter and his wife. Which I think would I think is kind of fun. Which hold on, I don't want to lose business affairs, from what I understand. This one about like uh calling in his shit to the FBI is allegedly about Scooter. (laughs) Yeah. His wife's name is Yale. I just I wanna this is about her breaking up Yale and Scooter. I love Yale from 
the book of judges she's the nice. drives a tent peg through a man's temple that's okay <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I'm saying her name right. I just didn't want to refer to anyone. I don't know either. His I don't wife. speak Hebrew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next. Wait. Did everyone give a score to this? You didn't. Eight point five. Oh my gosh, that's so high. Well, it's Six. it's sad, but at the same time, it's iconic. 12. It's like so many of these tracks. It's just like it's so bad, and yet I cannot deny it. You know, yeah. it's yeah. a moral obligation to just like throw down. Okay. Are we ready for Bejeweled? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, wait, we can't talk. We can't talk about this song without talking about TikTok. Um, oh, I think actually this has been really honestly a great portion of my appreciation for this album has been because of one a creator michael ariano um he's really he's the creator of the the jewel dance i'm i'm a devoted i'm a devoted fan hmm. We all know who I'm talking about, right? No. 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 Oh, you're joking. Hey, I'm not so on TikTok anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh my God. Wait. Oh my gosh. Wait, we actually cannot move any Actually, I feel like the main reason why I came around to thinking this album was uh, bad to thinking this album was bad, but a masterpiece is because <laughs> of this one person. Um, wow. and I'll, I'll see if I can bring up uh, a little example. Uh, oh, yeah, there's it's everywhere. You know who I'm talking about, Justin, right? No, I'm off TikTok too. Look at us. Sure. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> y'all, I, I think that I actually just have to, and we can edit this out. We won't in post. <laughs> I just actually have to. This is. Michael, these are his videos, and I'm gonna try. Oh, oh he looks Filipino. Okay, well, and he does, <laughs> he does dances to all of the. Not to videos. be a race scientist, but he looks like my people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, um, okay, so this is it. I miss you. I miss okay i like this album he has dances for all of these things i'll show you a lot of them after the recording but i had to show you that one because that that's the basis of why i've come around at least a little on this which is one of the worst songs i think has ever been committed to the english language but i love it yeah i also hate it i i think i love it um, and I love it because <laughs> I think that there are parts of this that uh, the album that is just, it's just a comedy album. And if you listen to it as a comedy <laughs> album, it really works well. And my favorite line is, and when I meet the band, they ask, do you have a man? <laughs> I could still say, I don't remember. <laughs> I am obsessed with sudden amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Nine out of ten. <laughs> she wow. uses baby so weirdly in this album. Like, yeah, well, this is the same reason I can't like paper rings from Lover because it's like, wrap your arms around me, baby boy. It's like, no. <laughs> she says that in this baby love, baby boy. I think I've been too much baby. of a baby boy. Baby. I think I've been too much of a, too, of a too good of a girl. Yeah, whatever. Yes, no. this is the this is the one with um, this is the one the Cinderella esque music yeah. video yeah yeah with Haim, Haim and laura dern at the yes, top this uh, is the one that i thought was related to uh fucking uh uh anti-hero but it's not it is apparently this song where they all are gallivanting around in period dress and saying anachronisms and i guess we can sign i don't know it's so it's i'll be frank it's one of the worst songs i've ever heard it's one of the worst <laughs> mid music videos I've ever seen with my eyeballs. Yeah. I think about this song every day. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, I think. <laughs> every day when I wake up, it's not even like late in the day. First thing when I wake up, I think about the juice. I, I oh, think about God. how bad the looks are from the music video oh, every single day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> about oh. looks okay <laughs> this is this is the um this is what i think first off it's a terrible song and i love it yeah. second off i swear that music video was literally her and jack Antonoff being like do you want to play dress up and that's what they did <laughs> and it looks like it would have been so much fun to be a part of the costumes no. are shit, but the joy is there no, the joy no. is there i'm also obsessed with the like little swifties discovering dita von Teese for the very first time right yeah Which, like, why so was funny. she that's another thing okay <laughs> there's like a y2k like cell phone loaded up bejeweled game like it was like proto candy crush yeah. that was on all our feature phones and that ages me as a zillennial but there are children who never played shitty free games on their parents feature phones during church true <laughs> very um, specific <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was called Bejeweled. So that's what that sound effect at the top sounds like to me. It sounds like a 32-bit wow. game. Maybe it is. Maybe she took it from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she lies I, awake at midnight thinking about that game. Yeah. Oh, midnight. There's there's a dog scratching my legs. Okay. Up, 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 up. Okay. Oh, hi, doggy. Um. Oh, oh, look the mic. Okay. Oh. Um, uh, oh my god, this is the one that has this thing about doing extra credit and getting graded on a curve. Yeah. This is the same reason I don't like, um, this is me trying. Because she's still talking about getting grades when she's uh, not in school. Also, she left school when she was pretty young. Yeah, she has, she, a, she, has a she has a GED from a, a Christian homeschool on the internet. Like, stop talking about your grades. You haven't worried about that in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Are we yeah. still bejeweled? Yeah, <laughs> I give it. I give it a. I give it a nine point five. Oh my god, I give it a one point five. Nine. I give simultaneously negative a thousand and plus a thousand. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Next up, labyrinth. Fourteen. <sighs> Go on. Fourteen. Um. I didn't like it, and I didn't like it when I saw the track titles. I was like, you can't name a song labyrinth because. <sighs> I love 
Labyrinth, the David Bowie movie. And also there's the the verse in the titular track from the Phantom of the Opera. And in this labyrinth, we're not as blind. The Phantom of the Opera is there inside your mind. Mm-hmm. And the labyrinth lyric in this is the labyrinth of my mind. I was like, this is from the Phantom of the Opera. There's not a single monster here. This no. Um, I like it. I actually really, I love repetitive lyrics <laughs> i like minimalism from her because it's very unusual it's very unusual for her to not overwrite and so i just like the very long chorus that's like four lines of mostly i'm falling in love and i love it i also love how low she gets mm. in the pre-chorus um there is this there is a sound effect of voice there is the pitch shift in the harmonies like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love. It does that. Also, there's a sound effect at the top that sounds like a Pokemon cry heard on a Game Boy Advance. Very but, specific. But this is still a 14 out of 10 for me. So it made me cry. I don't know. I like what you said about the minimalism and the not overriding, because that is true. We don't see her just stick with the same thing over and over again. It does, and it kind of feels like the sweeter out of the woods, um, but with less going on in the verses. Um, I don't love it, though. It doesn't really stick out in the album for me. So I, I'm going to do an eight. <laughs> wow. Wow. I forgot which song it was until I looked up the lyrics. Labyrinth. Uh, well, because she said, uh -oh. in the labyrinth. Yeah. Uh -oh. her labyrinth. Here's the thing is that this song, I think, really saves the background on a first, third, fifth listen. On a seventh, tenth listen, it, ah, you know, it's really. It kind of pops out. It like really screams at me, having listened to the album multiple times. One, it's a song in which the production is not so fucked up that I can't hear what's going on. Two, I just really think it's well written. And three, it, I don't know. Yeah, there's something about it um, that, yeah, it's like, it's like, it might be a 10 out of 10 for me. It It's one of those songs that I was talking about earlier that feels like, a Taylor Swift song that's been in my life for like five years and it's new. And I don't mm. know what the fuck she did, but it's it's there. I don't know. Certain moments in my life, this song could be my everything. Mm. <laughs> like this is one of those songs that will speak to a one month period in my life. And I like it great lyrics. And it, yeah, that's that classic Taylor Swift that we love. I'd give it a nine. I think I'm triggered by her saying plain. <laughs> You're triggered by her saying what? Yeah. I thought the plane was going down. The plane. Yeah. She turned it right over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. <laughs> and then there's the <laughs> other song where she's like, my flight was awful. Thanks for asking. And I'm like, bitch, you fly bitch, private. Bitch, right? you're responsible <laughs> for this whole planet dying. Just you and your one plane. <laughs> Fully responsible for this plane dying, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I hate the double the the voice alter thing. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm like in a world of like gorgeous voices. 
What if you just like tapped one of them to sing with you? If you wanted right. a bass yeah. track, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, so I, has everyone given a score on this song? Yeah, I think except you. I didn't write anything down. I think it's like a ten out of ten. I do. Okay. <laughs> um, I going it. off gut and vibes only. Um, I'm really, really, I cannot tell you how excited <laughs> I am to talk about karma. Oh, God. yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I love it. It's like a nine point five for me. Wait, why? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I like the cat. I like it when she brings in cats. I think the only other time she's mentioned a cat is freaking gorgeous, maybe. I, I really, like I think I have to like I really if you don't know Michael, I really I can't let this go without yeah he didn't do karma is a cat he in another video <laughs> karma is a cat anyway <laughs> we have to show you because it has informed my enjoyment of this song and it's simultaneously for me negative ten thousand and plus ten thousand like there's no middle ground when i first heard it i thought it was the worst song other than bejeweled i'd ever heard in my life <laughs> Now I'm pretty convinced. I mean, it's kind of ingenious. It is. Yeah. Um, it's ingenious. I know every word to this song. I love yeah. it. I don't yeah. know. What did she do? Also, I think what there's evidence that she gets tarot readings. Show us. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I think it's to be like Justice Karma is a queen. Like for me, I'm like, it's justice. It's the major arcana. I don't know. I yeah. Feel you. I dig that. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. And I love it, but I, this, I have to be a little drunk to be like getting into it. You uh, know? I was stone cold sober and I was like, this is a top of the five track. <laughs> like, <laughs> Spider boy, king of thieves. Okay, webs of opacity. little webs, webs of, opacity. of opacity. And it is one of the worst lyrics on the album because I, I don't understand it. It's I artistic. I think have... Spider boy is worse. I have like six notes uh, in my notes app, and yes. the Webs of Opacity is one of the worst lyrics on the whole album. I I grouped them. Terrible. See, I, I think that sounds great. Yeah, in the history of humankind. <laughs> yeah. However, I like I like the song. I, yeah. My take on this is that now that Taylor has finally sucked the life out of Katy Perry's career single-handedly. <laughs> She is doing yeah. what Katy Perry used to did. Do used to did <laughs> <laughs> on Bejeweled and Karma. This is a Katy Perry song with more words, and I like it. I do. Interesting. But, uh, following up the cat lyric with flexing like a goddamn acrobat. Hilarious. Um. Yes. <laughs> There's I a mean, witch. she's not There's, wrong, though. Like, There's a witchy Angel Olsen song Karma from 2014, keeps working out for her. From 2014 that I like called Acrobat about the <sighs> cat. It's witch bullshit, so I like it. I think she stole it, honestly. I think she stole it from Angel Olsen, but... Good. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, she's getting more explicit about who her boyfriend is. Yeah. My Ar- thing is, I've only Arma. seen him. I've only seen. <laughs> I've only. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Do we just look up in Aaron's stone face? No. Not amused. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting more explicit about our boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah. I just okay when you say a guy's on a screen unfortunately for me I think I don't know is he on the news did he do a crime um um and the only screen I've seen him on is the favorite which was a, a screener for the Oscars that I pirated so I've only seen him on my laptop screen so it, he doesn't seem impressive to me yet um yeah <laughs> I want a music video for this song where she's holding hands with a, a guy wearing a suit that says karma. And she's a cat. Oh, and he's a cat? And, and he's a cat. They're both cats. I hope you've all seen the tweets about what happens if she opens this tour by singing the cavity. I was going to say, have we uh, yeah. forgotten that she is in fact a cat? She is. She's literally cat. one of the cat of cats. She's a oh who the fuck God. is she? She's a b- b- bumblerina. She's bumblerina from cats. She's, okay. Yeah, she's the white cat. Well, his yeah. <laughs> little shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a nine point five for me. So love. Mm-hmm. I'd say nine point five as well. That's a good place to be for karma. Mm-hmm. I think mine averages out to a zero because it's both negative 10,000 and plus 10,000. So it's a zero. That's For so the funny. sake of my karma, I'm going with a 10. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Fuck. I feel like I should change my mouth. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, your answer was about, about balance, like karma. Let's, let's talk about sweet nothing. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I like it. Me yeah. Too. All it's I like have it. is this is good nine out of 10. This, it's, like again, a, it's a 13. <laughs> it's a 13 it's a 13 oh yeah it's, another it's, one it's the only one, okay it's the it's only one that joe alwyn collabed on so it's obviously his little piano bullshit um that it's she another stole. one of these songs that does sound like it's been in my life forever and i have an emotional reaction when i hear it and i've heard it for three weeks it's it makes me emotional yeah i almost cried yeah what is she doing i don't what is she doing yeah, she's it's like good. tugging on the twelve-year-old part of my heart. Mm. <laughs> like, and that's—I think that's a theme. Like this, this album is. I think it's exciting that she's doing the Eras tour because I feel like this album explores. I know we're gonna get into that later, but like so many times, like her style. Mm. And this mm-hmm. is this is old school Tay. Mm. I think it is old school Tay. It is. It, it is sweet and earnest yeah. like old school tay and i do like the i'm too soft for all of it yeah i screamed i, I was like <gasps> i guess so yeah i got out of like three academic meetings and like a mountain of emails and i got into my car and said i'm too soft for all of it <laughs> <laughs> wait 
what do you rate this, Justin? What's your what's your numerical rating? Um, eleven out of ten. And we got thirteen from Catherine. Elise, what'd you say? I'm gonna go with a nine. I'll I'll stick with my nine, but I I hear the thirteen deep um, in my core. I love her pronunciation, her rhyme of poem and home. Did not say oh. poem. Home. 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 Yeah. It's very mm. Pennsylvania of her home. All right. Last, uh, last official track on the album, Mastermind. Fucking okay. chaos. I understand my rating system because for Sweet Nothing, I wrote, this is good, 9 out of 10. For Mastermind, I wrote, this is bad, 9 out of 10. Yeah. That's I the ranking system. Th yeah. It's good though, but it's bad. What do you yeah. all um I don't I like it's bad. it? Uh, yeah, oh, me neither. I like it. You don't even think it's a bad nine out of ten? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. Um, I was <laughs> I was actually gonna say it's a ten. <laughs> Wait, okay. okay. That's why we're camp. together. Okay. Um, go to war. Well, I'm this ready. is. I don't want to. I'm just too soft for all. I'm just too soft for all of this. <laughs> it's bad. Um, it's bad. It's, um, I don't want to reveal too much about things that I should say in therapy or something. But <laughs> I keep. I have a folder on Spotify that I've had for two years. It says I'm 23. That's not true anymore. I'm 23, and I make ship playlists. And it's a. It's the playlist I listen to when I'm reading fan fiction for very fucked up pairings uh and all the time Can you give I'll... us pairing examples no <laughs> no we'll um, circle back to this okay <laughs> and this is on all of them i added it to all of them right away uh yeah i don't know i like it i think it's funny i think it's a funny um what do you call it uh correction <laughs> it's a funny retraction of invisible string yeah True. there's um there's i love well i also have a playlist going i think i'm going to um monop I'm, I'm going to um do this at grad school which is uh, i'm going to write about taylor swift's fatalism and possible theology <laughs> um and ideas of free will mm -hmm. and uh this is really important to this hypothetical powerpoint that i started yeah it's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. it's Justin counterpoints. It scared me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think this is the shit you shouldn't say out loud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's fly to my private Spotify playlist. They're yeah. private, and even though they're private, I have the ship names censored. I also don't think the line "I'm only cryptic and Machiavellian because I care." works i don't think it she's works. a sociopath yeah. this whole thing is terrifying the, the and i line, like it the line about cryptic and machiavellian is just a bad it's a bad line it's a bad, bad poetry line. yeah it's lazy i understand the tone she's trying to communicate but it does not actually work as a feeling or a, an intention i think I, it does Oh. I love this. Let's fight. Tell me about it. I think she's scary. I think I, you yeah. know, we contest no, her. What I like about yeah, her. I she like that she's scary. owning that she's scary. I think she, well, there's, there's arguments about her birth time, but I do think she's a Scorpio rising. 
this mm. is very margian and like uh it's scary it's too what? scary oh, it is too house. scary <laughs> but i love it this is to me this is why i'm always like do i like taylor swift because <laughs> like this the line is so correct no one wanted to play with me as a child so i've been scheming like a criminal ever since like i see that she yeah. was that horse girl you didn't want to hang out with in school <laughs> yeah you know and and so now she's amazing and she has figured out a way to get to the top but she's this this song is like justin it's said like, this is not you shouldn't say this too it's yeah it's too <laughs> on, it's too honest see but she and does, that's why it's good another counterpoint to the counterpoint she does character songs and i do wonder if this like blank space is playing into the public's perception of her mm. I do yeah think i think that, it's gentle uh, blank space you know i think it's like gentle well, also, yeah i think it's gentle <laughs> yes gentle <laughs> I, I think it's gentle like, who, who like i also think point blank it's kind of like it's it's brilliant because it's cringy and she made it and she's cringy and she's brilliant like this is the that's thing the best this. thing that's ever been spoken about taylor swift this but, is yeah. the thing about this yeah. album and it all comes to a head on the last official track of the album that she's cringe and she's brilliant simultaneously she's often both at the same time you can't extricate the two from each other and that's why i think that this album is like I don't know. I can't get enough of it. And also, I know, I know when I listen to it, especially when I don't listen to it in headphones, I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> I shouldn't play this in public. And <laughs> I persist. Like, that, <laughs> I listen to it a lot. And I think that's kind of like the, the weird niche brilliance of Taylor is that she has somehow managed to weaponize all her flaws, to write honestly and also dishonestly, like because I think Mastermind is not actually an honest song. I think it's I think Ooh, it's I, do. I think it was in fiction. I think I think she, I don't know. This is who you think I am. I think part of it is also that this is how she keeps her fans. Yeah, is like because totally. she does all this cryptic messaging and like we're all onto it she posts a picture of a clock and we're like studying it for years so <laughs> i like if this is solely about how she has maintained her persona to her fan base i'm all for it but as soon as she started talking about no one wanting to hang out with her as a little kid i was like i'm scared of you do you <sighs> therapy? Well, that is a little bit of sociopath shit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, um, I, like, I, it. I like I like listening to it though. Yeah. I have to disagree. I I don't think this is a character. I don't think this is dishonest. I think it's absolutely honest. You think it's autobiography, yep. but why? She says though? that because she's the, the album most is powerful. Yeah, and she's the most powerful woman in the world. So in order I mean she's got to be autobiographical. The well, the middle ground here is that <laughs> it could be honest because it's amongst a library of character songs and we don't right. know. It's, well, it's masquerade from Phantom of the Opera. Oh, masquerade. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she went on Jimmy Fallon and said this is her first autobiographical album in like 10 years. She, because she said folklore and evermore were both about mythology. 
this she a quote is autobiographical i think that folk i think i think that saying that folklore is all made up shit was a smokescreen and a lot of it might be honest so i think karma is her boyfriend (laughs) karma Karma is is a cat Yeah. Okay. I think this is a great way. We did, have we all given a numerical value to this last track? And because it evoked so much conversation. Yeah, it's a ten, possibly it's eleven. A- some point. Some Whoa! Point. It's a nine for me. Uh, Four. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. We run the gamut. Okay. I. We did not say we were coming covering three AM edition. I wonder if there's anything we want to talk about before we move to our overall favorites of the album. And um, my sort of rule of thumb for these seven songs is like talk about something if you feel really moved to, and like otherwise we don't have to cover these songs. I do think the Great War is worth mentioning because it's interesting, and (laughs) I. I just, I feel like we could discuss it at length, but I won't, but I just think it's worth noting. Bigger than the whole sky, I'll note because I did cry to it the other day. The rest of the songs are solid, and I... What? Okay, the only, okay, the ones I like are Bigger Than the Whole Sky and Would Have, Could Have, Should Have, Honorable Mention of like the Great War. I like Would Have, Should Have. Honorable Mention of the Great War. Uh... Paris has some of the worst scansion I've ever heard in my life. Horrifying. Oh, it's so funny. Horrifying. It's so funny. Um, I love what have, could have, should have. It was the only thing I wrote a dumb essay about. I don't know. I, well, I'm in, I study religion. <laughs> so I like what have, could have, should have for the church bullshit. Um, uh, and also, here's the horrible thing. I think that I'm a John Mayer fan. <laughs> I think with John Mayer fan because I was not a John Mayer fan before this, like before like the last two years. It's because I was spending a lot of time on guitar YouTube and oh, I followed my, my YouTube algorithm has been very fucked. So only have horrible, horrible white dudes who love John Mayer and want to learn to play neon. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I respect his hands that's, that's it he's got a lot of women he's got to be pretty decent with those things. yeah and also he just went on a date with kieran and shipka is the word on the street <laughs> speaking of mad men no, so i'm like uh um, no, wait we have to stop no, i have to shut it down kieran and shipka? <laughs> uh, no, yeah no, so no. okay i love what it could have shut up i love bigger than the whole sky <laughs> the word on the street is that it might be about a miscarriage which is heavy um oh my god i call no. bullshit Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the one that cinches it for me in Bigger Than the Whole Sky is the lyric, and now it's all over now, all out to see if it's S E A dark shit, plumbing shit. I'm like, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, li- I've listened to it like three or four times, but I didn't listen to it like I have the core album to have an opinion. So. Okay. Well, I love what I could have showed up. I think it is the top played song of the month for me. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. On Spotify, it goes what it could have showed up and then a bunch of K pop releases and then the rest of Midnight's. <laughs> I saw, 
a New York Times review that said that woulda, coulda, shoulda was the best song she'd ever written, which was a wild... That um, is wild to say. Thing That's to say. really wild to say. She's a deep-ass catalog. You really... Yeah. I, what I like... One thing I like about it is that it is 420 runtime. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like... <laughs> I like having a discography that includes London Boy and also Paris. I think that's funny. <laughs> I I think I just have to show you all of uh, Michael Ara, uh, Arellano's videos because I have to show you the one for Great War. <laughs> it, made, it made Great War top of mind. I think about Great War all the time. <laughs> Overall, the bonus tracks are fine, but I don't know. Okay, um, I think this is a good segue into talking about what our favorite tracks from the album are. And why don't we go in the reverse, reverse order we did before? So it's going to be Elise, Justin, Catherine. No, me then Catherine. So Elise, are you ready with your top couple tracks of the album? Top two to three. In no particular order. Except for number one is for sure vigilante shit. <laughs> By far, I love vigilante shit. Um, I really like Midnight Rain, and I think you're on your own, kid. Those are my, those are my top three. Solid, Justin. I think for what I wanted from the album, or what I thought the album was going to be, it was like a, a more mature Taylor. For that reason, I like Snow on the Beach, You're on Your Own Kid, Midnight Rain. That run of the album works for me. But for the songs that confounded my expectations, but in a good way, I will give Bejewel the nod as well. No, no. <laughs> Catherine, what do you think? Uh, I think my top... I'm going to say top four. Uh, my top four, because they switch places, are probably Labyrinth, Sweet Nothing, Midnight Rain, Snow on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I really stand by labyrinth. <laughs> I think it may be you're on your own kid, midnight rain labyrinth. But shout out to Karma as a divisive <laughs> And shout out to Antihero as well. Why why not? Divisive Such song. You love that. Yeah, yeah, Master Mastermind's also up there for me. Um, yeah. And now um, you're so so now we talk about what we rate this album overall. Traditionally, as a podcast, we've done this according to the box-wide system, which means that Franzia is the lowest level of box wine, uh, Black Box is the mid-level of box wine, and uh, Boda Box is the top level of rating with variations therein for the different types of wine offered within the boxes. We also, however, have gone off the rails in recent episodes. We basically have not used our box wine system at all. And it's like basically anything liquid. What, <laughs> what is this album as a liquid? <laughs> Preferably an imbibable liquid, but sometimes it's just been a liquid. Um, does anyone have a strong thought to start with? Yes. Yeah, Elise. I, you first off, I forgot this is how we rated things, and as soon as you redescribed it, I was hit with white Zinfandel, <laughs> um, Franzia. <Ooh>. Okay, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. It's fun. That's it is fun. 
it, it has some sentimentality to it because that's what you had when you were younger. Um, and you can drink it with all your friends and have a great time. But uh, that's about as far as the maturity level goes. Oh, that's a great analogy. Thank you. Justin, Catherine, either of you have a rating at the ready? I also go a bit nostalgic. I think of it as the kind of wine that comes in a jug, like a glass jug. Oh, <laughs> like they use for sangria or some churches. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've only ever had it watered down. Is it Carlo Rossi? Yeah, Carlo Rossi. Carlo Rossi sweet red in a jug. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. I've only had it watered down with fruit or with like Sprite. It's not good, but it's reliable. Yeah, I would say this album for me is like, okay. It's like one of those TikTok drinks that is like, I don't know if you all follow this one bartender who makes a lot of stuff with like beautifully colored liquors that are not necessarily totally out of reach, but not necessarily practical. So what I'm thinking of is this one um, TikTok bartender who makes this like gin and tonic out of this beautiful purple gin. I think it's called like Empress something or other. And it's like a violet gin and just topping it with a little bit of, of tonic, uh, put a little flour in it. Is it impractical? Yes. Will you like it all the time? No. Uh, is it in also incredible in some ways? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> is it magical? Yes. Do I want to drink it every day? Like some days, like the days. It sounds recently. great. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, what do you think? Um, if you follow this podcast, you know I have esophagus issues. And I <laughs> recently um, went to the doctor and was given what's called the GI cocktail, um, which is lidocaine, which they give you at the dentist, mixed with something else. And then you shoot it. And it's not so good going down. But then it <laughs> numbs your entire esophagus. <laughs> as well as like your lips and your tongue so it takes total control of your body and i can't get enough because it feels so good so that's this album for me oh <laughs> my goodness the most perfect analogy but also i'm frightened master <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it also looks like cum but that doesn't work with the album <laughs> No, it doesn't work. The album's no. not very come friendly. No, it's not cummy. It's not cummy. On that note, I think we have a game. <gasps> we do have a game. Mm-hmm. So our game hey, today is entitled Aaron. Verified <laughs> Official, Elon Musk or Taylor Swift. Oh, no. thank God. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, can I give a little bit of history or are you going to give it? You can go ahead. You can give a little bit of history. A little bit of history in that close to two years ago, we recorded a double Folklore Evermore episode. Uh, It was really close to two years ago, and I can't believe it. I was in my house in California at the time, um, and allegedly we played Jeff Bezos or Taylor Swift, a game in which we 
identified if a quote came from Jeff Bezos or Taylor Swift. I but remember. I was, I don't really remember. <laughs> we were really having fun. I was drunk. <laughs> that. <laughs> so I'm really excited for this game. I just wanted to give this context because yes. if, if our, our listeners haven't yet, you should definitely listen to our double episode of Flip Folklore and, ta uh, and Taylor Moore. Evermore, playing <laughs> Catherine and Elise from a couple years ago. Now uh, we also, I think, had them. We had Catherine on to discuss the Fearless re-release, and we also uh, have had them both on to discuss various albums in the past. Okay, did, I, like a Dolly. Yeah, we did a Dolly, Dolly and a Shania. Yeah. Dolly and Mariah Carey double feature oh, Christmas yes. special. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was such a fun time. Um, and well, and wildly, that was two whole years ago. Who would have guessed? That's ridiculous. Oh, we have to hang out in person. Okay, Erin, the floor to you. So in order to play this game, as with our Jeffrey no. Bezos versus Taylor Swift game, you will need two pieces of paper. On one, write Taylor Swift. On the other, write Elon Musk. Oh God! I will say I have no access to paper and pencil. I'm, I'm, in, and I can't move. Wait, so I'm gonna put it on your phone. You're literally iPad like a preschooler. This yeah. is Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. Uh, I, okay, for the listeners, Justin just held up a bottle of Smart Water with the Smart and said the Smart means Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and my iPhone. Um, yeah. It is Taylor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 That. Oh, wow. And wow. <laughs> it is. Uh, Elon Musk would be proud. Oh, oh I'm feeling It's alkaline water, so it must be Elon Musk. Oh, I'm feeling Science. I don't know what alkaline does for you, but what, in that Beyonce line, give me that alkaline water. I'm. Are those like batteries? It. Oh, wait. Okay. Apparently, it's water. Oh. See, alkaline. Oh, shit. Okay. Give me that alkaline water. Oh. All right. Does everybody have their Elon slash Taylor signs or other implements to represent the two um, yes. people? Great. Yep. All right. Our first quote. Um, which there will be 13 of, by the way. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Yay, Taylor. Our first quote is, anytime someone tells me that I can't do something, I want to do it more. Okay, we have for this one, Kayla says Elon, Catherine says Elon, Justin says smart water, which I think means Elon, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> Elise says Taylor. The correct answer is Taylor Swift. Whoa. Uh, good job, Elise. Please, yes. Uh. Our next quote is, life is too short for long-term grudges. All right, for this one, we have three Elons, Catherine, Elise, and Justin, and one Taylor from Kayla. And the correct answer is Elon Musk. Yeah, because Taylor likes to hold a grudge. That's how she writes albums. About it, yeah. Are you keeping uh, score? This is don't a get sad, get even. Yes, this, this is a scored a scored competition. Don't worry. Don't get sad, <laughs> get even. All right, number three is 
I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. This sounds like some lover shit. All right, across the board, we have a Taylor Swift, and that is incorrect. Elon Musk said that. Damn. Actually, he's optimistic. I can't. Wow. All right, number four, we have, I know my flaws before other people point them out to me. Okay, we have Kayla, Catherine, and Justin saying Taylor and Elise saying Elon. And the correct answer is Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's what Mastermind's all about. <laughs> That's so hilarious. She knows. <laughs> Number five. I think it matters whether someone has a good heart. Okay, we have three Taylors, Kayla, Catherine, and Elise, and one Elon from Justin. And the correct answer is Elon. This man's insane. <laughs> really, really cares about a good heart. He loves Grimes. Or he man, used to. He used to, not anymore. Man's insane. Oh my god! Hi, Jeremy. Hi, hi Jeremy. Hi. What a robe or whatever you have on shirt. Great. It's a shirt. It's like a little seventies shirt. Amazing. <laughs> Number six. We don't need to share the same opinions as others, but we need to be respectful. Okay, for this one, we have three Taylors, Kayla, Catherine, and Justin, and one Elon from Elise. And the correct answer is Taylor Swift. That's some liberal bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Dems. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah, first>. Um, <laughs> number seven. I'm just trying to think about the future and not be sad. Who said oh. <laughs> wow, oh. that's really fucking rough. How I dare you? I don't know. Oh, wait, I'm erasing. Um. <laughs> okay, for this one, we have Kayla, Catherine, and Elise saying Elon Musk and Justin saying Taylor Swift. And the person who is trying to think about the future and not be sad is Elon Musk. Damn, I thought it was a trick What's question. to be sad about? I guess Grimes. Okay. Just Grimes. Um, space isn't sad. <laughs> the next question, number eight. My ultimate goal is to end up being happy most of the time. Uh uh. Uh oh. I'm falling in love. Oh no. <laughs> All right. We have three Taylors from Kayla, Catherine, and Justin, and one Elon from Elise, and the correct answer is Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. I need to start following your lead. You guys are all <laughs> with these Taylors. I always... No, I don't know. Give in to peer pressure. Um, number nine. Patience is a virtue, and I'm learning patience. Oh... All right, we have three Elons from Kayla, Catherine, and Justin, and one Taylor from Elise, and the correct answer is Elon Musk. 
<laughs> oh my god, this it's bitch is insufferable. No. <laughs> Imagine a person more insufferable than Taylor Swift is Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. Not. Oh, I just love Taylor. Okay, keep going. Number 10. I never give advice unless someone asks me for it. Ooh. That's really hard. Because we didn't talk about Dear Reader from the 3AM edition. But I'm not. Right, for this one, we are split. We have Kayla and Justin voting for Taylor and Catherine and Elise voting for Elon. The correct answer is Taylor Swift. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Taylor will not give you advice <laughs> unless you ask. <laughs> Okay. All of her albums then. <laughs> Dear John. <laughs> Number 11. Just because you make a good plan doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. Not Taylor, because the mastermind. Now you're mine. <laughs> All right. We have everybody voting for Elon Musk, and that is incorrect. Taylor Swift said that. Uh, <laughs> shoot. Contradicting herself she all over the place. I is just, she a mastermind? We don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm just too soft for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. I was really in love, and it hurt bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It sounds kind of inarticulate. All right, everybody is voting for Elon Musk, and that is correct. Okay, okay. Grimes' legacy. <laughs> it hurt bad. All right, our final question, number 13. As soon as I accomplish one goal, I replace it with another. All right, and we have everyone voting for Taylor Swift, and the correct answer is Taylor Swift. Gosh. Wow. Love. A little stressful. I feel like there was, there was a lot of crossover there. Yeah, I think that was pretty evenly played. Yeah, that was scary. Okay, the final scores are with five points, Elise tied. With eight points, we have Kayla and Catherine. Wow. And the winner of this game with nine oh, points oh is Justin. God. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Uh, I love winning this game in particular. I don't know why. <laughs> Good job. Hey, you know what? I'm not blackout for this one, so I call that a win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think I oh, won because sure. the only thing I've had is that gastrointestinal cocktail. Yeah. yeah the GI, whatever. Yeah. Um, I am obsessed with all of you. I'm so glad that we did this. I am wondering if I can open it up to final thoughts. No. Oh, I love know. all of you more than I love Taylor Swift. Where's my Taylor Swift ranking? I think this is number six amongst all Taylor Swift albums for me. The track. Yeah, I the the biggest the, the take that I've been toying with the most as of late 
is that part of the reason why Taylor is so famous is that she really connects, but also there's a dissonance between her getting all top, like the top 10 songs on uh, Billboard and her actually deserving the top 10 songs on Billboard. Yes. And listening to see if she deserves it. And then that creates more popularity. And I love her. I really do. But I don't think this album was all top 10 songs worthy. But I'm still happy we have it in her discography. Yes. Agreed. I am still... I like it. It happened. A lot of the songs are really enjoyable, but I I don't think this is her best album overall. Yeah. I... I'm happy she's her boobs are out. I love that. A lot of booby. Yeah, and she looked great in that. That that look was better than the bejeweled looks, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I would just love to thank you both for coming to this magical recording. Um, I'd love to thank um, Aaron, Cameron, and Jeremy for their work on on such incredible games that really speak to something in the zeitgeist. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd like to thank my co-host, Kayla. Thanks, Kayla. (laughs) Justin, I just have to say that I think that this album truly, I was having some internet trouble. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. I, I think that this album really, truly speaks to the breadth of Taylor Swift. Good, bad, cringe, earnest, like all, all of the things. And that's, I don't know, it just really is hidden something within me at this particular moment. I don't know if it's gonna be a classic for all time, but I do think that this is a classic Taylor Swift album and that it hits all of the things that she is good at the good and the bad and that's yeah that's all the good the bad the cringe but ultimately catchy at every turn (laughs) (laughs) catchy yeah totally i think about these songs all the fucking time (laughs) yeah yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having us (laughs) 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 (laughs